right, welcome back to another edition of Tailgate Season presented by the Cold Hands Network. I am Logan sitting here with Wolfpack Jordan, Kenny Stats, <laughs> and our Carolina guest for the week, Spencer. He's uh he's a returnee, Jordan's brother. He's been on a few episodes last season. Uh he he gives much better picks advice than his brother. He's much more knowledgeable about sports than his brother, so you might want to listen when Spencer speaks and then tune out Wolfpack Jordan. Um, be sure to give us five stars and a great review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And uh, you know what? In the description of this podcast, there's a link that says click here to leave us a voicemail. Uh, any questions, any comments, any things you want us to talk about in the future, hit us there. Um, we'd love to hear from you. ColdCansNetwork.com for block content merch. All right, today we're going to be going over, it's going to be Tobacco Road, Triangle, however, North Carolina sports, the only two teams that really matter for football this year, uh, the NC State Wolfpack and UNC Tar Heels. But before we get to that, it's week one, the real start to college football, regardless of what Kenny has been propaganda. He's been talking over the last few weeks about that week zero gimmick. The real game starts oh. this week. Uh, so Let me just say, Jordan. Week zero was so much fun to watch. I don't care what anybody says. You uh, master I'm sure it was a uh, I'm sure it was a blast for you because you're a big Sam Herman guy. Uh, let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that game. I don't want to relive that one. <laughs> All right, Jordan. Take us through the week. Uh week one pick 'em. Yeah. Um, so of course, you know, it it starts Thursday. So we'll um we'll go through those. Uh, starting with that, we'll go ahead and get that started. Um, Thursday, we'll uh, we have your NC State Wolfpack uh, versus UConn at UConn. Uh, let's see what the actual spread is here. ESPN is being dumb for me. Should be like fourteen and a half. 15, yeah, somewhere it's somewhere there. around in there. Uh, fourteen and a half. So, um, Spencer, since you're the guest. We'll, uh, we'll we'll let you go ahead and go with that first. Do you think the Wolfpack cover? What do you, what's your pick on the uh, state uh, spread there? Being fourteen and a half state versus UConn. Uh, UConn did have some momentum to end the year last year, so we're going. Uh, I'm going to go with state will cover uh, fourteen and a half. Yeah, I don't I don't think you get a whole lot out of this, but uh, <laughs> Kenton, we'll go we'll go with you next. Let's see what you think on that one. I mean, plain and simple, uh, states should win this game. Will they cover that 14 and a half to be determined? Um, let's go back to last year, their first game of the season, road game. Uh, wouldn't necessarily say UConn is a tough environment like going into Greenville is. But I was in Greenville game. last year. I wouldn't necessarily that, say that crowd was a tough environment. Uh, I've I, always I mean, been disappointed whenever I've been to Dowdy Ficklin. You could hear a pin it, drop in that trash ass stadium. It, it came down to a missed extra point and a missed field goal for us to lose that game. Logan. I've seen so close games in Wallace. I've seen close games in Wallace Wade, and there ain't a soul there. That don't mean that the, it's a tough environment. I, I don't care. I don't care. Road games for NC State suck for us for some reason. I think we win. I think we cover, but it's like by like that much. I, I, I feel this game to be a backdoor cover, one way or another. But as this podcast, I'm going to do that. All right, uh, Logan, what what you think is going on there? What do you what do you got with this one? I, I share Kenton's concern about uh, opening the opening the season on the road. 
Um, we got a new offensive coordinator, new quarterback, inexperienced offensive line. Who's going to be the guy on the outside wide receiver? A lot of question marks on offense. I think the offense is going to be all right, but like this year, but week one's going to be tough. I got NC State winning. I don't think they cover. Oh, I'm definitely going to disagree with you on that. I, I think state, I think state wins. I think state covers, and I, I think it could be more in the 17 to 21 range. Um, I think state's just got too strong of a defense. Um, and, you know, we'll see what happens with the quarterback play and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, Brennan Armstrong is coming back with a better offensive line uh, than he had in Virginia. So at least that's that's something that state fans can look forward to. But I think state wins and I think state covers. Um, so next we'll go we'll, we'll go with some uh, <laughs> one of these games. Logan's actually last year you picked them to win the Pac-12, not the Pac-12 anymore. Um, it is it, this year. Well, I guess it is if you want to. I just I've lost all respect for them bailing out like that. But uh, it's Florida at Utah. Utah is a six and a half point favorite uh, at home. So, Spencer, what do you think is going to happen with that? I'm going with Utah. Uh, they ended the season. I know they, they uh, had some momentum there. They won the Pac-12, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. So, they're, uh, they're going to be – Good time, good atmosphere there. Um, Florida's coming to town. I'm gonna go with the Utes, the Covers. Yeah, we'll just keep it going down the line with that. Um, I just, it's you don't know what Florida's gonna do here, obviously. Um, so with them losing Anthony Richardson, so Kitchen, what you got with this? Yeah, I agree with you guys. Uh, last year's game was a different environment. It was back in Florida where it's hot and muggy and Utah's not used to that. Florida is a big question mark this year to replace AR-15. So give me Utah and give me the points as well. All right, uh, Logan, what you got? Cam Rising might not be playing for Utah, by the way. He's still uh, limited Mm -hmm. in practice, and so there's a chance he doesn't suit up in week one. Um, I'm working on the assumption he doesn't play. And even if he does, him not being 100%, I still think Utah wins. But I don't think it's going to be, you know, I'm not going to take them on the to cover. Uh, I, I'm just going to stick with the favorites here again. Um, I'm going with Utah at home. Uh, I'm sure their defense has always been their staple. Um, so I, I think they hold on, especially with Florida losing uh, the quarterback play to that Utah defense. I think the Utes win and cover. All right, so we'll move on to a Friday game. Um, now, this one's ACC matchup, uh, kind of our bread and butter here. Uh, Louisville at Georgia Tech. I know it doesn't sound great on paper, um, but the spread's very interesting to me. Uh, Louisville's favored by seven and a half, kind of one of those weird things. Um, but we've talked about, we've talked Louisville to death on this podcast. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a better matchup than most anticipate. So, Spencer, what you got? Seven and a half point favorite for Louisville. I couldn't tell you probably three things about both of these teams because I just could care less about either one of them. Um, so I'm going to go with Louisville, sure. Uh, Georgia Tech's kind of been down the last couple of years. Uh, so we're just going to stick with the cards. Keep it simple. All right, Kenton, what you got? Uh yeah, like like uh like we said, we've been rolling with Louisville a lot in these uh previews. 
Um, so I, I, I'm going to go Louisville to win, but that line is a lot lower than I thought it was going to be. So something tells me that Georgia Tech might cover. Uh, I, I mean, first or first home game for Jeff Brom, that might be a little bit reason why it's so low. Um, so for for these purposes, I'm going to go Louisville winning and Georgia Tech covering that seven and a half. All right, Logan. Hell's up. Give me Louisville. You get uh, yeah. I, f- I figured that was going to be a an easy one for you there. I, I didn't really expect too much out of that. Um. So I. I'm going to have to go with Louisville also. I think if Louisville is as good as we think they are, they should take care of Georgia Tech, even though it's at Georgia Tech, I do believe. Um, I don't think it's one of them weird neutral site games. So I'll, I'll, I'll go with the cards to win and cover. I, I might buy the point to get it to seven uh, just to make things a little better. But I would definitely go with the cards over this unproven Georgia Tech team right now. We just don't know what we're getting with them. Um, it, is so- at, uh, it is a neutral site game. Mercedes-Benz okay. Stadium. I still don't think it matters too much. I mean, maybe that would have made a little bit of a difference, but I, I don't see that making. Yeah, I mean, uh, talking about shitty stadiums, that's why they're not playing at Bobby Dodd. <laughs> Hyundai Field Stadium, sir. <laughs> oh, whatever it's called these days. <laughs> All right, so give me we'll the look. over as well. Give me oh, the that, over you're taking the well. over on that? Yeah, give me the over on that one. 48 and a half. All right, so we'll move on to Saturday games. Um I, I'm not. This is not going to be a pick 'em thing, but somebody's going to have to teach me a lesson on ECU Michigan. It's just going to have to happen. I'm taking the plus thirty six for ECU. Not a, not our game. We're picking, but I'm just saying for the viewers, I'm taking my plus thirty six just so everybody understands that. If uh, Kyle were here, he'd tell you how recruiting rankings don't mean shit, and then he'd also follow that up with we're replacing a quarterback, and it's our highest rated recruited quarterback ever. And I'm like, which one is it, Kyle? I talked to him today, and he was like, "Oh, it's it's went down." And I was like, "Yeah, I, I guess it's went down. I don't know how you go down from thirty six, but sure." Um, it's just something I'm gonna. It's a twelve o'clock game, so I figured that's why I'm gonna get into it. You know, I'm gonna pay attention to week one, sit in my chair, drink beer, and make sure nobody bothers me. Um, so we'll move to the to the game that really everybody cares about anyway. Uh, Saturday night, seven thirty, uh, the Duke's Mayo Classic. At the time, it's Duke Mayo Bowls. Um, uh, the fake Carolina versus the real Carolina. Um, it's it's in Charlotte. Um, Carolina doesn't really play well in Charlotte, uh, but it, it'll be it'll be a good game. I think the lines kind of shocking to me that Carolina's favorite. But uh, Logan said before it's eleven to one with the loss to Georgia Tech. So what does it really matter? Drake May for Heisman. Hey, man, right, we're doing the we're doing the Carolina preview. Don't don't uh, ruin, don't ruin my. I have nothing to say when we. Get you've to said that it on now. other pod. You've said it on the other on the other podcasts. Yeah, like I'm, that doesn't uh, mean everybody's listening to every episode. Oh, they should. They give us five stars and a great beat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Carolina, South Carolina, Carolina's a two and a half point favorite. Spencer, what do you think? I'm sure you're on the pessimistic train with myself, but I still want to know your opinion on it. Um, South Carolina's going to win by 10 points. Mm. Mm. I, I'm tired of the – yeah, I'm a Carolina fan, but I'm tired of the overhype every year. Wrong. Yeah, I, I completely understand where you're coming from there. These state guys don't understand that. The, the, the Logan, Logan, I'm sure, is going to um, – uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Logan, I'm sure, is going to uh, have something good to say about this. But before we get to him, Kenshin, what do you think is going to happen with this game? Oh, man. Uh, I do South think Carolina it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a shootout, Car- I do believe. So, sh- uh, South Carolina by 10, you say. Literally, uh, I mean, I just don't understand what everybody thinks Carolina's going to win by a single digit. No, South Carolina will win by seven to 10. As somebody who was in uh, Bank of America Stadium back in 2017 and watched uh, South Carolina beat State, granted, it's a whole different team. You mean, you watched, things. You mean you watched Debo Samuel beat State? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, valid point. Uh, Debo Samuel's not coming out of the stands for this one. Um, I think Carolina wins this. I do think it's close. The line is two and a half. But I think if Carolina wins, it'll be it. – God, that two and a half, that's close. I'm going to have to go with two and a half. But the over-under is 64 and a half. Give me the under. That's all I'm going to say. Primetime unders is going to be a move for me this year. You took an under with a Carolina defense. I'm very, I'm very shocked. Crazy to say. I'm very shocked with your your uh, your logic there. Crazy to say, but I do think your defense is going to be a little bit better than last year. It's got to be better. I mean, how can it be any worse? There you go. All right, Logan, what you got? I mean, this sincerely when I say Drake May puts up better numbers than Sam Hartman put up against Navy. That, but I think they win a close one. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think they win a close one against South Carolina, UNC being they. This is this is the point where I hate this because either way, I feel like um, <laughs> I'm going to get screwed. Carolina has not played well against South Carolina. We we haven't lately, um, <laughs> and so that that's something that weighs on my mind. Uh, is Spencer Radler still there? Yes. Oh God! And now I got to listen. Oh God, I can't stand him either. But um, I think what happens here is now it also depends on the transfer play or the Watkins guy plays. That <laughs> I, I'm assuming he's not because it's Carolina. Carolina shit. I'm starting that trend now. Wait, who? The the transfer the guy who got to get a waiver. I don't. I thought he was already denied that. No, he's in appeal. Yeah, but that, he can't play if he's isn't approved. Uh, they're supposed to get back. We'll see. They're acting like he's going to yeah. play. Now, I w- I'm gonna as a quick sidebar. If he gets a, a like approved for this, and Roy Cooper or any other North Carolina politician does not do that for every other school in the state, then fuck them. Like seriously, that angered me. It's not because it's because you do not use your your uh, position of power and influence within state politics unless you're going to do that for every public school that's out there. It's different if it's like Duke or Wake Forest or whatever, but if you're going to do that for a public school and you don't do that for every other one, then fuck you. I digress. <laughs> I digress. That that came across a little hostile. I enjoyed it. I like it. Uh, um, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do here. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm still trying to figure out <laughs> do I trust this? But fuck it. It's week one. We got to have positivity. I'm going Carolina to win a cup. Um, <laughs> I don't usually say that very often, but this is this year's the year. I sound like a state fan. 
this is the year that they're going to come back and win this. I, I love the attempts at gaslighting Kenshin that him and him and Taylor shout out one of our listeners. They they've created this fictitious NC state character in their head that they just think they speak for everyone in the Wolfpack nation that we suddenly talk like we're going to be good in, in football every year. Uh, all right, but we're not going to go but, down but this. The, we're not going to go they, down this rabbit hole. But but we'll the, say but that for in the, the same part. breath. But in the same breath, they pull the Kyle Acre and they're just like, "Oh, the whole world's against you. Which one is it? Pick a lane." <laughs> the whole world's against you is a more fun. Lane you get screwed out of everything. Pick a lane. <laughs> I, I am. The whole world's against you. Is more fun. <laughs> that is more fun for me. Um, all right, so we'll we'll, we'll move on to. <laughs> We'll move on to, I guess, well, I guess there's not really that many more games. I'm so anxious for the uh, other games we got coming up on Sunday, which is weird, a college football game on Sunday. But I'm really looking forward to LSU, Florida State. Yep. Um, for whatever reason, that's going to be a hell of a ball game, I think. Uh, 7.30 kickoff. Um, now, I know that is a neutral site. Um, LSU is a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Florida State. Um, so Spencer, what do you think is going to happen with Florida State and LSU? I'm going to go Florida State because I really want to believe the hype that they're getting. I, yeah. I, want, I want to see Florida State get back relevant. Yeah, it's kind of like we talked about last episodes with Miami. You know, it's always fun to, when Miami's back relevant, but um, it's also great when you got the Knowles back relevant. Uh, I mean, if, if we're being honest, none of us are old enough to remember when Miami was relevant. I remember watching it in 98. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I was basically this, there for the U. I basically Jordan, the U. Jordan's top, top sports memories are the 98 Yankees winning the World Series, followed by the 01 Hurricanes winning the college football national championship. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I like to do anyway. Um, but, uh, Kenshin, what you got for that game? I know you're looking forward to that as much as I am. Oh yeah. I mean, this is going to be a fun one. It was a fun one last year when it was in new Orleans. It'll be a fun one again this year when it's in Orlando at, uh, at the camping world stadium or whatever it's called now. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to agree with Spencer here. I'm going to go with FSU, uh, to win and cover, um, the over under is attractive to me. It's 56 and a half. Um, but just for this, I'm just going to do FSU plus two and a half, but keeping my eye on that 56, that over under number. Yeah, I'm Logan. Let's see what you got. I, I like FSU in a close one. I, I am, as Spencer was saying, everybody talking about the FSU hype machine. I've been very much guilty of hyping up FSU this year. So in an attempt to not be wrong again about hyping up a team preseason, I'm going with FSU. Yeah, uh, I'm with you guys, and something somebody for LSU might not play. I don't remember what side. I think it was the defensive side of the ball. Uh, it's actually a big player, um, and you know, last year this was a hell of a game. Anyway, it came down to like you know the last second stuff. That was a fun game. I'm glad they redid this. Um, but I'm I'm with I'm going Florida State to win this game, and obviously means they cover. Um, I just I just think Florida State is the real deal this year. Prove me wrong, I guess, Florida State, because that, that probably will happen. All right. So now the last game on Monday. You know, this this is a weird one to me. And the line is dropping. So Clemson at Duke. Um, 
it's a 13 Clemson's a 13 point favorite. That's kind of strange to me. When would you ever think that would happen um, against Duke? I mean, now we talked about them a little bit and how Duke is, but what, what do you think, Spencer, what do you think on this game? What do you think you would do on the spread? Take Duke to cover. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it would go up to 17, but I don't think it's going to. It's going the opposite way right now. Yeah, but I'm hoping something will change here in the next couple of days to get it back up. But I, I think Duke will cover two touchdowns. All right, Kenton, what you got? Duke plus 13, Duke money line, the under. Primetime unders. Give it to me. It's aggressive. So you're going Duke. Uh, did he pick that? Whatever that schedule anyway. Did he pick that? He game? did. He did. Yes, I did. I, I like I said, I, I like this Duke team. Um, I, I, show me something, K. Klubnik. For God's sakes, let me be right about one quarterback not showing up on prime time. Just, for God's sakes, please. I can't have another Sam Hartman situation. <laughs> All right, what you got, Logan? Clemson wins and Clemson barely covers in the fourth quarter. One of those, one of those late, like two minute touchdowns. Yeah, there's a. I would, I would even say like within the last six minutes of the game, they they covered the spread. I don't think it's going to be a blowout most of the game, but I do think they put enough separation to cover that thirteen and a half. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I think that you know if if it was at the fourteen and a half, like it was at one time, I looked, yeah, yeah. But with it being under uh, a t- two touchdowns. I think I can see this happening. Now, I'm all for chaos. So bring it on, Duke. Go ahead and ruin Clemson's chances. And then we just got Florida State running the ACC. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Clemson to win and cover this game. And uh, that's going to be a nice nightcap to our week one. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm ready to get week one. Week zero was not very kind to me as – uh, Kenshin liked to point out on Twitter and throw me under the bus. Maybe it's fade cold cans pick them season. Uh, I mean, when you go against the king of week zero, you, you best not miss. Let's just say, and you missed. I miss. We'll see it <laughs> overall at the end of the year what it is. But you're right. You, you got me last week. So is, is that I, your I, self-appointed I, moniker that you're proud of, King of Week Zero? Uh, it's the only week I'm probably ever profitable in college football. This week will probably be a disaster. So I got to gloat while I'm ahead, Logan. I, I mean, fair enough. But I don't know if I don't want to call myself King Week Zero. It's like being the skinniest kid at fat camp. I, I, <laughs> I gotta, I, week Zero is my thing, Logan. I got to keep it going just for the people. <laughs> fair enough, okay, got to keep it up. Got to keep it up. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Uh, all right, is that all the games, Jordan? Yep, that's all. That's all that we got. That was the nightcap. Right. That was the end of it. As week one pick them Monday night, Clemson versus Duke. All right, so the two teams we're talking about today. Before I throw it over to Kennedy, give us the over unders. We got Carolina and NC State. Uh, Carolina picked to finish third by the media in the ACC this year. State uh, picked to finish fourth. Um, the big storylines basically: Drake Mays, you know, had a fantastic year last year. He's back, and that offense should be good. You know, how will the Carolina defense be this year with new? Uh, New DB's coach is Gene Chizik going to get them in, in line this year. Flip side, NC State, you know, they're 
coming back with new offensive coordinator, new quarterback, Brendan Armstrong transferred in. The defense returned six of 11 starters, should be solid again. Um, Carolina and State on paper look to be the yin and yang that they were last year, that if you combine the teams, they'd be a national title contender. But we'll see how they uh, their weaknesses are this upcoming this year. But let's start with the Tar Heels. Um, they were picked to finish ahead of State, so we'll, we'll start with the higher-ranked team preseason. Uh, Kenny, give us the over-under. All right, as always, the uh, win totals are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. As of recording this podcast before, uh, the over-under win total is set at 8. The over is a slight favorite at minus 120. The under is plus 100. Um, I think I'm going to go with over because I went under like the past two episodes and I can't do it again for a third episode in a row. So give me the over on this one. And also like those minus 120s. It makes me feel a little bit better about those. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm I'm with you on that. What was the over and under again? I'm sorry. I didn't, I, eight. I'm zoned up. Eight. 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 Jeez, eight. Disrespect in this. Disrespect. Um, disrespect. I, I, I'm going. I'm going <laughs> over here. What, what kind of do you want? We're going ten and two, baby. Uh, I, I, I only lost. We're going. We're going to lose the state though. Um, That's a I, given. Easy as one, two, three. That's stupid All fucking right. picture. State, uh, state could throw Jordan out of quarterback and still be careful. <laughs> like, you haven't seen my arm lately. Uh, I'm going with over here. I, I think Carolina gets over eight. If uh, if they don't, well, then I guess it'd just be another mediocre year for Carolina. And once again, I'll hate the sport like I hate basketball. I mean, like I hate uh, baseball and basketball this past year. So why not? Why not go eight, get the hopes up, get them crushed back down? So I'm sticking with over eight. Spencer, what say you? You said is that eight and a half? Eight. Eight. No, eight, eight even. I'm going under, and Matt's and after this year. Oh my god! Whoa. Oh my god! What a take! I can't <laughs> believe you. You can't get rid of your boy Mac like that. <clears throat> he just got back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm done with the hype train. No. My God. So- I'm going over eight. I think that they easily win nine, but I think Carolina has a real shot at going 10 and two, 11 and one this year. Is that your unbiased opinion? Or are you trying to really just unbiased cheat? opinion? I mean, I'm I've looked at the schedule this year. I mean, I, I'm, I wouldn't necessarily be afraid of that schedule with a quarterback, the level of Drake may he's arguably top three quarterback in the country. It's not just the conference. Now you got to have a defense. So you can't put up 40 every game. That's I mean, the don't issue. Get don't get me wrong. Or <laughs> oh, you put up 50. I hope I am proven wrong, but I'm just tired of going through this every year. Oh, we're going to be great. It's a different year. you got a great QB. You've had one for the last four years. What do you do? Nothing. I mean, I can't disagree with you on that one. I, I won't be in Keenan Stadium for season tickets, so maybe that'll be the reason. And we'll, we'll test <laughs> that out here shortly, too, because I didn't see him win a fucking game in uh, – <laughs> and Keenan. Um, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. 
<laughs> There's seven uh, home games this year, Jordan. We're going to find a way to get you to at least one of those home games. Thanks, I don't man. care what's going to happen. Well, I guess it'll be part of the tailgate tour, maybe. <laughs> can, I, can I go to Georgia Tech? Because that's already a L, but that's, I think that's in Atlanta. November yeah, that's 11th. in Atlanta this year. November 11th, Duke versus you're gonna, Carolina. You're going to go watch the Campbell Fighting Camels upset Carolina. I'm not wasting money to go to that one. <laughs> Actually, if it was guaranteed that like I knew and Jordan didn't know that Campbell would beat Carolina, I would I would buy both of our tickets and go with them to that one. Hundred percent. Hundred percent would be there for that. <laughs> so I guess since we're recording this podcast and week zero has already happened, we can't talk about week zero anymore. No, so. we're done with week zero. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we kind of touched on week one with South Carolina. Um, do we want to use the pick em picks as, uh, as everything for uh, for this one? Or does anybody have anything else to say about the South Carolina game this this upcoming weekend? I mean, South Carolina's going to be sucking Gamecocks in this one. I got Carolina winning. Not that there's <laughs> anything wrong with that. <laughs> as they said on Seinfeld. <laughs> I mean... I don't know. I gotta even look. I don't even remember what I picked. I think I picked Carolina to win. Uh, yeah, yeah. We I all know what Spencer picked, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spencer picked South Carolina. I mean, do you want to walk that back, Spencer? Or you want to keep going with it? <laughs> no, I'm staying with it. Fair enough. Fair enough. So week two is uh, the return of. The over, I've already, I, I don't care what the number is. I'm going to play the over in this game. App State comes to town. Uh, I I feel like it's not going to be as good. The The sequel won't be as good as the original as last year's games was. So I think that Carolina is going to win this one too. Um, also because App State's quarterback, I, I know it's not a, what's the Chase guy from, from that transfer yeah. from Duke? Yeah, Chase Price is no longer there. So. If he was still there, then I would say, you know, App State might have a chance to uh, pull off the upset. But since he's not there, I don't really – it's a lot of question marks with App State. Give me Carolina in this one. And uh, I guess we'll go Spencer since he's our guest, and then Jordan and Logan. All right, I'll give Carolina that one. (laughs) Thanks, Spencer. That's mighty nice of you. I thought we. I thought I brought Spencer on to help me with these state bozos for this episode, but I guess I guess he's joining in on the nemesis crowd over there. Um, I'm going with Carolina to win this. Also, um, it's I, I I don't really have a whole lot to say about this. Carolina should just win this ball game, plain and simple. So I've got them win. Yeah, I mean, look, Chase Price isn't suiting up for App State this year. App State fans are really annoying. And I say that when they're going against a fan base, I consider even more annoying, but app state fans really are going to get put back in their place on, in this game. Um, I got Carolina winning and I guess that'll be a, uh, a happy day for Jordan, a Carolina win and he gets married. Oh, that's my wedding day. <laughs> yeah, it is. I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even make that count. Sorry. Hope, hope Selena's not listening. Uh, we'll have the game <laughs> on at the wedding. I can promise you that. Um, well, don't worry, Logan. We'll have the state game on too. Um, that'll be a noon kick. So, oh well, maybe we won't. Maybe we'll have that on in the groom suite. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that ought to be a that ought to be a good. Day. I hope it's a good day. <laughs> um, it, it might put a damper on the day if they lose. But 
<laughs> what time does your ceremony start? I don't even know. Typically, it's between like four and five. So yeah, I, I think- wish it was. I, I almost wish that it was like a noon kick. Cause then you you I wonder how much like I wonder what the the odds of Jordan's mood being affected by a Carolina if Carolina lost by a Carolina loss on his wedding day that would be interesting to me that would be, be terrible it, it'd be a good social experiment to to see what his priorities are is he going to be upset that Carolina lost on his wedding day I don't know tune in at four and you'll find out <laughs> that could God, not y'all that could not happen because I promise you, my fiance knows how much it affects my game, my mood. Number two, <laughs> little Freudian. Wait a minute, <laughs> not game. <laughs> <laughs> Can't produce when Carolina loses, guys. <laughs> because oh, the team didn't get up, so why should I? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was good. I couldn't. I couldn't have missed that any better. Uh, but it also affects my drinking, which which is going to make me drink more. Which the ISPO factor affects yeah, the original so comments. <laughs> Little Jordan's not coming out to play. It seems. <laughs> this would be a terrible honeymoon. That's uh, why Jordan then when when his fiance walks off, Matt he's like, I already did it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough about my sex life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk about something serious like Minnesota football. That ensues uh, coming to town week three. Uh, P.J. Fleck has had a lot of uh, uh, hot water, I guess. A lot of former players kind of talking shit about him. I don't know if that's really going to affect this year. Some people are kind of talking up Minnesota football. I, I'm not really seeing the hype with PJ Fleck, uh, give me Carolina to win since this is at home. I'll go Carolina to win too. Yeah, I, I think you know it being at home is another thing, and you, you got a chance to go three and zero, which is a great start anyway. And I, I think Carolina's. I do think the defense going to be a little better this year, so hopefully that stays put. Um, but I'm going Carolina to win and probably win by ten points or so. I mean, thankfully <clears throat> for Carolina, it's at home and they don't have to travel up to Minnesota on September 16th for the, if you're playing the frigid te- temperatures. Don't, so, don't, <laughs> don't, don't even start that. So <laughs> Carolina wins at home. Oh, that's, yeah, that's right. With the frigid hey, temperatures and the uh, frigid temperatures. Hey, I bet it will be fucking cold up there in Minnesota in September 16th. Right, we're going to look at the, the future cast on that one when closer it gets here. Uh, week four is the quote-unquote first true road game of the season for Carolina. You travel to Pitt to face off against no fun football Pat Narduzzi and Phil the Jerk Dracovich. Um, give me, give me a Carolina win here. They they tend to struggle against Pitt, but I think uh, I think this will be a good send off for uh, Drake May as he goes to the draft next year and he gets that uh the monkey off his back. In uh, Beach Pit. Uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Spencer. I want I want to see yours on this one. I'm going to go win because Carolina will slip up in another game in the future where we think that they should win, but they'll lose. So this is when you think they lose, but they'll win. <clears throat> that sounds spoken like a true Carolina fan there. Um, for this game, I'm going to grab another beer on this one. I I feel like that uh, 
for some weird reason, man, Pitts just always had our number. Um, but I think it changes a little bit this year. High hopes. I, I, I've, I've been a. I'm trying something new. I'm gonna be positive more in life. Um, until week four, but I, I'm going with Carolina to win this. So I just looked up the average uh, temperature in Minnesota in September, and it's usually <laughs> for an afternoon kick. It's usually around seventy-four degrees. Bring that uh, ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way. Not where Minnesota. September sixteenth. Ain't no fucking seventy-four degrees. You're talking about two weeks after that. Labor Day. <laughs> I don't believe that. That's usually the af- around here. Seventy-four degrees, maybe in Pitt at, at, at Pittsburgh. But it ain't no way in Minnesota. That's up there near the Canadian line. That's that's horseshit. I don't believe it. Because they, they don't have global warming is real. Global warming is real. They don't have it's summer or sunlight in, in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have summer or sunlight in Canada. Uh, Carolina wins. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, week five is the bye week. So heading into the bye week, Spencer has uh, Carolina at three and one, and then Jordan. Myself and Logan all have Carolina at four and zero. So to be determined if that one's gonna, we might we might jinx it on that one. Um, but I think that's a it's a pretty realistic be four and zero or three and one heading into the bye week, judging by the schedule so far. Uh, week six is a home game against Syracuse. Uh, old Dino Babers comes to town. Uh, we talked about Syracuse a little bit uh, in the couple of previews ago. Um, they're replacing Robert and I, the offensive coordinator. Just depends on what kind of Garrett Schrader is going to show up. I still don't think it's going to end up mattering. Uh, Carolina will win this one and be 5-0 heading off the bye week. Carolina will win this one easily. Oh, look, we got positivity out of Spencer. Yeah. Easily. Um I, I do think Carolina's going to overmatch Syracuse here, so I do think Carolina wins this pretty comfortable. Yeah, I think Carolina wins uh, by a couple scores. Week seven is another home game. Uh, a little bit tougher, but really, I, I don't know what to expect now because uh, it, it's Miami, but they're kind of talking like Tyler Van Dyke's injured again, once again, like last Shocker. year. Yeah, he uh, apparently banged his thumb on a lineman's helmet in practice last week. So he's actually to be the you know, TBD for uh, Friday night's game against Miami, Miami versus Miami. So who knows if Tyler Van Dyke will even be here on the team or even be active week seven. So just for that reason, I got Carolina winning. Um, that's kind of crazy. That I got him at six and oh, bowl eligible at this point. Yeah, Spencer. <laughs> All right, that's it. Smith Spencer, Spencer's back on his bullshit again. <laughs> the U. It's all about the U, as Logan would say. It's what Spencer didn't even have to say it. He just stuck it up there. <laughs> that's 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 something. That's that's that hurts a little bit. Um, if, if if Carolina comes in five and zero, I might. I just don't see five or six. I don't see that happening. Well, stranger things have happened. Um, just ask the uh, the seventy three dolphins. 
Right, Kenton? <laughs> and the 86 Bears. And the 86 Bears. 80, 86 Bears. Let's stop talking about the past here of my fuck-ups. Let's talk about future fuck-ups. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I think Carolina wins this one. Uh, I like this, is, this is very scary to me. Very scary to me. But, um, you know, recently here, Carolina has had Miami's number, um, whether it be either way, um, on the road, at home. And so I think, you know, if Van Dyke's already dealing with the injury, that could be something that affects him later on in the year. And without him, their offense, I think, sputters even more. So I think Carolina wins it. It's all about the U, Mm. but not this week. Carolina wins. (laughs) Dropped it. U down. Hit him with a not so fast, my friend, because I was almost typing in Miami there on the spreadsheet for you, Logan. Uh, <laughs> the next week is uh, another home game against another easy opponent, probably the easiest opponent in the ACC, the uh, Virginia Cavaliers. We're not going to spend a lot of time talking about this one. Uh, Carolina wins this one so easily. I agree. Where is this at? Here's the, here's the issue. Where's it at? Chapel Hill. Uh, never mind. Chapel never Hill. Mind. Never mind. Carolina wins. All right. I thought it was. I thought it was at Charlottesville. Might have another seven close game. Seven and oh. Seven and oh. Yeah, I know. This ought to be. I can't. God, this is gonna be terrible because I know what's gonna happen. The first what like we can start out zero and two. Yep. Then I'm gonna have to listen to this shit on the podcast for the rest of the time. But Logan, I'm guessing that was you saying Carolina was gonna win. Oh yeah, I'm next, right? So yeah. UVA sucks. Carolina goes seven and a plain and simple. Uh, week nine, Jordan's favorite week. Carolina travels to Atlanta and takes on Georgia Tech. I think I'm going to go to Yellow Jackets here. And just because Jordan keeps saying they're going to lose this game is pretty much the only reason why I'm saying Georgia Tech's going to win this game. Um, um, I'm gonna go Carolina here. He, he, he hasn't watched enough football. <laughs> you know, you know, like I know what happens every year we play Georgia Tech. Now, that's the reason I, I have my pick, but you know what happens every year. Yeah. But you're still going with the Carolina. Yeah. All right. Jordan, can you do me a favor for those out in podcast land and read the the large writing on your shirt? Oh, uh, well, oh, the large writing, Yellow Jackets football, and that's who wins this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have the Yellow Jackets also. I'm wearing the shirt, but I don't think it's that much of a difference that week. I think Georgia Tech wins because Carolina seems to forget how to play football when they play Georgia Tech. So Georgia Tech wins again. <laughs> Uh, week 10 is the lone FCS opponent is the fighting camels out of Bowie's Creek, Campbell University. Uh, it'll be cast check city for, for Campbell. Um, and also we kind of have a saying here on this podcast. If you don't, if you, in order to get your, your win total over, you have to meet your FCS opponent. So Carolina's also, especially if they lose to Georgia Tech the week before, they're going to beat the shit out of Campbell when they come into town. So give me Carolina. Give me Carolina. I hate to go against my boys from Bowie's Creek, 
Yeah, Spencer went there for a short time, so he's got some ties there. I was I was there the upcoming of Mike Mentor, and he has turned the program around. I hadn't turned it around to beat Carolina though. Carolina wins this and hopefully wins this by a lot. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Carolina wins this. Yeah. <laughs> Eight and one. So we have gotten to the last three games on the schedule for Carolina. And this That's is probably this is probably the reason why Matt said this is a tough schedule and he didn't like how they scheduled the, the season because of these last three games. You have senior day uh, week 11 against Duke. Possibly tailgate tour stop for the boys here. I think I'm going to go Duke to win this one. Duke, is, it's, I mean, it's always a you know big-time rivalry game. Tensions are always high, but I think Duke should have won last year, and they're going to remember this one. And I think they're going to go in there to uh, to Keenan Stadium and probably ruin, uh, quote unquote, ruin Senior Day for Drake May because let's be real, he's probably leaving after this season, so they will recognize him at some point uh, before the game as a senior. So give me Duke to win this one. Give me Duke as well. You have y'all have no faith. You're if right. They, prove, prove me wrong. They prove me wrong for eleven to one. I'll say give Mac a ten year extension. Well, <laughs> but, uh, I, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Uh, after Mac gets fired, go ahead and have this recording say Mike Mentor might get the head job, Carolina. Ooh. Wow. Spicy. That a little uh, uh, spin, spinny scoops over here, or <laughs> just, uh, scoop inside track, inside yeah. track. All right. <laughs> All right, Jordan. If they didn't fucking beat us last year, they're not beating us this year. They should have beat us last year. They had their shot, didn't work out. Carolina wins this, and the uh, victory bell stays light blue. The right shit Alba said stays blue. But I knew that I would have got some shit for that. So it stays the right shade of blue, uh, light blue. Go ahead, uh, former Dookie. I'd potentially would like to go to this game. I think it'd be a fun one. I think it'd be a close one. I think Carolina. I think Carolina edges them out on this and and improves to nine and one. If it's a part of the tailgate tour, Jordan, you're going. Especially that it's Carolina. I'll like, go. I'll sit at the park. Unless, unless you want to just, unless you want to just embrace the Wolfpack Jordan and <laughs> and just never go to a Carolina game. I mean, <laughs> I, I've done a lot of weird things for wins, and uh, if it if it means me <laughs> if it means me staying away from Keenan, absolutely, I'll do that every time. <laughs> a lot of questionable things being said by you this evening, Jordan. Just hey, saying. The natural uh, ice <laughs> flowing. You never know what could come out. <laughs> Week 12, uh, Carolina travels down to Death Valley and takes on Clemson. God, I really want to play uh, UNC to win here. I think I'm going to. <laughs> and the reason why I say it is because Clemson will probably be like looking at college football playoff at this point. And I think Carolina could be that team to kind of surprise them and upset them. 
if it even really is an upset at this point, if they're both a top 15 team. Um, so give me Carolina to win this. I can tell you Spencer Fit before he even says it, but go ahead. D L E M S O yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, for those that you can't spell, that's Clemson. Uh, and Jordan's speaking to the Walmart contingent of the Carolina fan base. Yeah. <laughs> um. So here's here's my thoughts on this. Um, when it was in Chapel Hill the, a couple of years ago, I didn't think Carolina had a snowball chance in hell. Came down to the two point. I don't disagree with what happened with that. You know, it's in the fast. But, you know, you go for two there to beat Clemson, you're not supposed to win. I get that. Last year in the championship game, last year the division is the only reason we're there. Um, you know, they bring in Cold Nick and he just tortures the Carolina defense. I think it's going to be a whole new animal here. And I'm already this fucking deep, so let's go. Carolina beats Clemson in Death Valley. Let's fucking get it. Might as well, if I'm already in it, Let's go get it. So I think Carolina wins this. This is going to be the toughest test Carolina has on the schedule to date. They're going to go down there. It's going to be a back and forth game, lots of points. But then Carolina is going to uh, kick a field goal from about 33 yards out, right hash mark, to win this game. God, he saved the future. To win this game and go to 10 and 1. Logan's got the crystal ball out. He's looking at it and everything. He sees it. Don't we'll have to see my, if, if that happens. Do not be near me because I am going absolutely crazy if that happens. If, <laughs> especially if they, what happened, what Logan said. You know, uh, there's been a lot of heartbreak me watching Carolina sports in this house, but that will be one that will uh, will not be. Somebody doesn't need to be around me. I'll be obliterated by then. <laughs> Tailgate to her question mark, maybe going uh, down to Clemson. We can go watch the best entrance of college football. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's, that's the week. That's, that's going in Blacksburg. Yeah, it's the state Virginia Tech weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, that's we, right. It is. We'll be in Blacksburg that weekend. We'll be watching it at Hokey House then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, week thirteen uh, is the last game of the season. It is in Carter Finley. Taking on the Wolfpack. I think State wins this. I really do. Uh, I State shouldn't win, so that means they will win this one. Um, also, they won last year with a four-string quarterback. I can only imagine what it's going to be like with a first-string quarterback. Plain and simple. If he's worth it, Dave. I mean, you forget that we still have our potential QB1. <laughs> sitting he had like yeah, yeah. that was like yeah he's kind of second here. string yeah uh i'm gonna go state nope this shit ain't happening nope i am not having this go a sweep i'm going uh <laughs> i'm going carolina to win i'm gonna be in carter finley i don't care what happens i'm gonna be there uh i haven't been to carter finley since i watched carolina run out of uh, time on like third or fourth down near the end zone. I, it might have been they went for it on fourth down and didn't get it. Um, and Spencer was there. Were you there the year before last when they? Yeah, I will never go back. Yeah, Spencer, Spencer won't go back anymore because our stepdad 
uh, state alumni, and he was, they were walking out, and all that shit happened. And then my buddy Chris texted me, "We got it." And as I was at work, <laughs> I will say it, it did make for a great night in Raleigh. I mean, I had fun afterwards. At what cost, Spencer? At what cost? <laughs> I'd rather have a terrible time in Raleigh. Um, to deal with well, that shit. I was looking forward to it, but I mean, I just, it was a, uh, it was a, I don't know. It was a bad night, but it was a fun night. I'm going, I'm, yeah, just to make it clear though, North Carolina to win, and they win by a field goal to break the hearts of the Wolfpack faithful. So Carolina wins and go, only loses one game the regular season. You're high. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in this team. Let's get it. The day I see a Carolina football team, besides 2015, I was going to say, <laughs> lose one game and prove me wrong, I will then again, like I said, get back an extension. Prove me wrong. I was going to say, I saw him do it when I was 21 years old. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, that, that was a different team. Larry Fedora was there. He was the man. <laughs> what? Ooh, what a take. What a take there. He's led us to the same amount of ACC championship games as Mac has. I mean, it's, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. But I wasn't going to call Wolfpack Jordan for going against Carolina either for that either. That wasn't that. <laughs> well, I don't know where you thought it was going to be a clean sweep. What part of the last four weeks have you not been listening to me? Like, State – has take has pulled out two barn burners in a row against Carolina. As they say, as you gambling crowd like to say, Carolina's due. And this is the year that they get their win back. 11 and 1. But this is my realistic take, not my unrealistic take, like I've been saying. Carolina goes 11 and 1, but Drake doesn't win the Heisman. He finishes around like third or fourth in the Heisman voting. Just I think quick. he gets to. I think he's going to New York this year. I think so. Too. I think he'll get the trip. He'll get the invite. He'll get we the trip. Think, he doesn't win though. But they go eleven and one this year, and they get a New Year's Six bowl, and they have to play an SEC team, where it means more. Because it do, just means more. Do we think so? This is my only, and then we go to state. Do Do you think that uh, Caleb Williams wins the Heisman again? No, hasn't happened since what Archie Griffin, I think it was in the seventies. I, I don't, don't see that. Yeah, nineteen seventy six, seventy seven, and also USC didn't really look that you know good this past weekend against. It was San week Jose zero. State. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They didn't look good. I might be walking back my take that he's going to go back to back Heisman's, especially if they stink the bed again week one. But uh, so yeah, Jordan and Logan went eleven and one. I got nine and three, and Spencer, the quote unquote Carolina expert here, has got him at eight and four. So he uh, pushed on the under, and we all got the overs. I just barely got the over. Um, I think this is a pretty realistic uh, win totals for uh, Carolina this year. I mean, 11 to one. It's like, you know, Spencer, Spencer did have a good point. This isn't 2015. This isn't uh, Marquise Williams at quarterback. I mean, it's Drake May. So it's the potential to be 11 1, but I, uh, are you telling I, I don't me that, think it will. Do you think that Drake May is not as good as Marquise Williams? Is that what I. I think that Carol, what Spencer's point was the Carolina defense in 2015 was better than probably this no. year's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's more like it. That's more like it. The. Uh, Spencer's just a hard group, okay? And we're programmed. To be negative, 
And I'm doing a total 360 on this with this because I got too deep and I was just like, fuck it, let's go with the hype. <laughs> All right, well, that's our Carolina preview. All right, switching gears. Wolfpack, Kenjin, over under. What is it? All right, the over under uh, before this podcast recording was six and a half wins. The over is a good juice on it. It's minus 145. Um, The the guys from the CBS Sports Podcast, when they saw this line, they, they all four were like, they were like, talk about the disrespect. They just were like, could not believe it was six and a half. That's kind of a tough schedule. So maybe. And there's a lot of question marks. So I think it's a fair line. Um, especially that the over is the is the favorite to it. So uh once again, I'm not gonna go another episode in a row where I take the under unless it's really bad. Um so I'm gonna go with over here. Over six and a half. I'm going over. Um so James White texted me today, one of our listeners, shout out Friday uh, night Jimmy. Shout out whatever you want to call yourself since you left me a voicemail. Um but make sh- uh it, it is six and a half just for now that you're listening, James. It is six and a half still. So if if, if you want to get in a line, I know a guy who'll take it. If you want to take the under, I'll take the under. Um but I, I'm I'm going for this podcast, I'm going over. I'm taking the over six and a half. And I might put some money on this because this is just too good to pass up. Look, six and a half, I think, is like assuming, <clears throat> which you have to do with every uh, team coming into the year, a healthy roster is crazy. Seven and five would be the floor with a healthy roster. Injuries can change that. But as of right now on uh, late August, hammer the over. Plain and simple. Uh We've already passed week zero, so we're at week one. Uh, State goes on the road for the second year in a row, playing UConn at UConn. Um, The line is 14 and a half. We've talked about this earlier in the podcast. Um, We're all in agreement that State wins to be determined on the cover. Uh, Then week two is the interesting uh, game. Uh, Notre Dame comes to town. Sam Hartman, and I will be the first one to say that uh, say it. I say never it. said Sam Hartman was not a good quarterback. That's all I'm going to say. I just said I didn't like him as a person. No, you said he was that a is system not what quarterback. You said. <laughs> you said he was a system quarterback, and you're not you said, this on the podcast. You said that run you it said, back. Run it back. I, I, I seem to remember you referring words. to him as Sam Fartman and that he's going to throw a million picks. And that he's not a good quarterback. He's just a system guy. And that he's going to get exposed at Notre Dame. <clears throat> well, that is still and also Also, I mean, just for the people listening so they know, in the tailgate season group chat, we were all watching the game on Saturday. And literally, literally, the play after Kenton, like 20 seconds after Kenton says, see, Hartman can't even complete a pass over 10 yards. He throws a touchdown pass for about 23 yards. It was a lot of help off passes. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see the breakdown of how many passes were were in the air over twenty yards because it was like only two or three. Everything else is yard after catch. Everything else is yard after catch. You could make a highlight tape 
with what he, what he he didn't get touched but like once and that was a, like a a brush and let's be honest here Notre Dame historically always has a good offensive line they they got a lot Fair. of corn fed dudes up there so <laughs> so they they all he's gonna have plenty of time in the pocket Navy's defense stuck so I mean I, I play against a good defense then I will officially come on this podcast. If if week two, Sam Hartman comes into Raleigh, throws for 400 yards, seven touchdowns, lights up the secondary, I will do whatever punishment y'all come up with. I, I, that's, I, I will do it. Tempt us. I, 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 I will do it. I will do it. But it's only if he torch if, if Notre Dame wins by like 20-plus points, like that like a straight-up beat down like it was this past Saturday. With all that being said, I do have Notre Dame winning this game uh, just because it's <laughs> Notre Dame's running game is, is – that is pretty impressive. Um, to be determined about the offense with State. Um, and Sam Hartman's played in Raleigh before. He kind of knows how to beat us. So I think Notre Dame wins. But if they win by 20-plus points, you guys pick a punishment, and I will agree on it. So what does Sam Hartman have to do again? Let's say 400 yards. Over over 400 yards, and I, we won't do the touchdown thing. We'll just do over 400 yards. See, I'm not going to take that because I, I don't – I think we have arguably the best secondary in the league this year. So they could beat us by multiple scores without him throwing for a lot of yards. You don't have to take anything. We just have to come up with a punishment if he does. That's true. That, that's a win bet for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Spencer, what you think on that one? The fighting Rudy's. The fighting Rudy's. He was offside historically. Uh, I, I think I think Sam Hartman is uh, going to come into Raleigh and have a field day. I'm sorry, Kenshin. It's it's going to happen. Let's be real here, because he didn't last year. Yeah, but. <clears throat> more talent this time. More talent, and it's the last time ever he's going to yeah. leave a mark. This is like the seventh stand. matchup against us. <laughs> I thought the, I'm ready for this guy to go away. The uh, so you talk about a terrible wedding day. Carolina would lose. State would win. <laughs> that great. Thank God the 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 good stuff in there is I'm married. Or. but um i'm going with notre dame to win this game also Uh, i'm I'm sorry we'll pack people if this was a seven o'clock kick i put notre dame on upset alert it's a noon kick it's gonna be hot i got notre dame winning this game just because they're more talented week three uh the fcs opponent we are three and one against Notre Dame all the time, but we'll be three and two. That is true. That is true. Uh, the well, the last time we played Notre Dame was during a hurricane, and mm-hmm. former coach uh, Brian Kelly blamed the center for uh, not being able to hold the ball was the reason why they lost the game. But he also was running shotgun formations in the middle of a hurricane. So it's a little bit on you, Brian Kelly. He's a piece of shit, by the way. Mr. Authentic down in Baton Rouge with his family. I digress. Week three of 
the FCS opponent of the year for state is the Virginia Military Institute BMI. Uh, doesn't matter what happens uh, the week before with Sam Hartman coming into town. I think state just demolishes for BMI, shuts them out. I, I will say this: this is going to be the only shutout of the season. Uh, VMI loses big NC State. I fully agree with that. I don't know about the shutout, but but uh, we'll uh, we'll say State wins big. Yeah, if uh, if Notre Dame didn't shut out Navy, <laughs> watching that fiasco go on, um, I don't I don't know about the shutout either. But State wins this by three or four scores. I don't think it's close at all. I don't think it's a shutout per se, but we have a better chance of shutting out VMI than Notre Dame had shutting out Navy. I would like to point that out. Yeah, that's probably uh, fair. <laughs> but VMI, I mean, come on. It's it's our let's let's talk about what's really important. It's our debut on the CW network, part of that new deal. So oh God, I forgot about that. <laughs> state wins for after playing a second week in a year on broadcast television, not cable. Ugh. I, I, we're going to agree to disagree on the CW deal thing here, Logan. Uh, week four is on the road up there. Little Brennan Armstrong revenge game traveling to Charlottesville playing on the Cavaliers. Just for that sole reason uh, that it's Brennan Armstrong, Robert and I, the offensive coordinator, and then however you say the offensive line coaches, 2J. Uh, his all three of those guys are going back to Virginia. They know how to beat that defense because they beat up on it in practice all last year. Uh, give me Carol, uh, give me NC State. Excuse me, not Carolina. Give me NC State to win this one. Think it'll be closer than you think, but State will win. Wow, what a take! <laughs> I think that. Uh, sorry, Dan Siegel. Uh, I don't. I, I, you're my favorite guest that we've had on this podcast, just for your state rant. So um, please come back anytime if you're listening to this. Uh, I'll be the first to get you on. But I do think the Wolfpack win, and they win pretty handily against a Virginia team that probably won't score more than uh, 10, 14 points. And State scores, uh, I'd say 35, 14. Yeah, I think this is going to be a blowout. Uh, yeah. UVA probably scores, like Jordan said, 13 to 14 points. I mean, just fuck Spencer. I mean, he's your brother, and you got somebody else being your the favorite guest of all time. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm what the fuck? <laughs> I'm used to it. Well, I know who my favorite guest was, and no offense to Dan or Spencer, it ain't either of them. <laughs> Are you talking about a, a <laughs> member of the FCC Tennessee fan? Oh, yeah. Rocky Top. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about this year, though. We're not talking about guest of all time, though. Uh, I said of all time, but. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out if you're listening. Uh, week five. Uh, I believe this is a Friday night game. Is it? Is it Logan? Yes. Back to back Fridays, okay. actually, because UVA and Louisville. Well, Fridays. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, that doesn't change anything, though, with my opinion of the of the Virginia game. But it does change it a little bit for for me on this one. I think Louisville comes into town and beats State. Um, I've seen it go the opposite way, where Louisville was really good uh, a couple of years ago and 
Jermaine Pratt, you know, picked off Lamar Jackson and ran into the end zone and, you know, the place erupted and registered on the Richter scale. Um, to, be, to be fair, we were both ranked that year, so it wasn't like we were we really well, upset. Was, yeah, but Louisville was a they, little bit better than they we were, were like at, at, not on the year, just at that week, like on the year we ended up being better. Like they were 17th and we were 24th. I mean, it's not really a major upset at that point. You're splitting hairs here, Logan. <laughs> Either way, we were not supposed to win that game and we won it. <laughs> so I think it's a fact that state's probably supposed to win this one. Louisville's going to come in and win it. So give me the cards. I agree with you, Kenton. I agree 100%. Uh, L's up. Go cards. Uh, Not so fast, my friend. Um, I I think that, you know, with it being at Carter Finley, I think this is one of the the Louisville. I know there's a lot of transfer stuff with them. And I mean, they, they don't understand what can happen there. And, you know, Carter Finley has been a house of horrors for a lot of teams. Um, and I think Louisville's been one of them. And so with that being said, I do think state wins this game close, but, and it's going to be a hell of a ball game on a Friday night, but I do think that state wins this game. Uh, night game at Carter Finley. I'm I'm all in on those. Inject that directly into my veins. I think Louisville's going to be good this year. I've talked about them ad nauseum this offseason, but I, I think State wins this at home. Uh, State's big fortunate thing with their schedule this year is all their toughest games are at Carter Finley. Very true. Very true. But uh, here in week six is not a tough game. Uh, or it could be a tough game if uh, if you if you like <clears throat> potential upsets, maybe. But uh, Marshall Thunder and Herd comes to town. I think it's <laughs> I think it's a little bit more closer than folks might think it'll be. But State's going to win this one. Um, Marshall kind of seems to keep it close with State in the recent uh, history with them. So that's the only reason why I'm. I, that's why I only think it's going to be a little bit closer than expected. So give me State to win this one. But close. Um, give me state and a seventeen point win. Uh, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you there, Spencer. I, I think that <laughs> that it, I think if ECU, which I have them beat Marshall, um, when on September night, uh, I, I think state can pretty much demolish Marshall. And it's going to be, you know, 17, 21, whatever it's going to be. I think State wins this pretty easily. So what's become a recurring segment on here of correcting Kenny stats? We've played them precisely. <laughs> we've played them precisely one time since 2017, and we won 37 to 20. Um, I think we went again. That's by about a little 17. bit closer than we should have. We played at Marshall, too, that game, by the way. That's but still a little bit closer than it should have. You made it seem like we've played them four or five times and we've had some ECU and State 2022. How many times have we played them? Since 1995, once. God damn it. But, anyways, I think I'm expecting a a similar outcome here. State wins by about 14 to 21, depending on how many times they get in the end zone versus kicking a field goal. I could have sworn we played them like twice. I don't know. Whatever. Week seven <laughs> at Duke. 
possible stop on the tailgate tour. Actually, no, it shouldn't be a possible stop. And this is going to be a spot on the tailgate yeah. tour. We're going to be eating Brunswick stew in the stands with the boys. Uh, I think state wins this one. Um, Riley Leonard is a good quarterback. Uh, I think in Elko, we trust, I think he's done a lot of good things with Duke. This is going to be a really close game. It's going to come down to the wire. Give me state by like the slimmest of slimmest margins. Maybe last second field goal, maybe. Um, I'm going with Elko's boys here. Huh. Um, I think it's, it's going to be close. Um, Duke is going to block a game-winning field goal. I like how Spencer just goes for the takes. Like, it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just like something crazy. I, I love it. Um, so stop on the tailgate tour and I, I'm going to put this out here. The guests that have been on there, if you guys would like to come with us, you're more than welcome to come on the tailgate tour. And I I will split the ticket with you. If you're a guest, if your guests want to go on the tour, I'll do that. I'll, the same ticket we get. So you're in the same row. So anybody that's a guest on the show, um, not a listener, James White, or, or or Taylor, who I know listened very regularly, then uh, or fake Doctor Willie P. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'll I'll split the ticket with you on that, just so we can have some more fun with that. Um, that's kind of my gift for coming on the show. But I I've said it when we did Duke, and I'll stick to it now. I think Duke wins this game. This is one of those games that State probably should win, but. I think this is one of those letdown games. So I think Duke wins this game. The thing about NC State letdown games is you don't know they're going to happen preseason, which is precisely why NC State's going to win this game. So many people calling this a potential letdown game doesn't have the full grasp of NC State yet. Um, State goes on the road, wins a close one against Duke. Duke's a solid team, but I I wouldn't bank on a lot of points in this game. I, yeah, I, I could, I could, it could be an ugly game. Yeah, I agree with you. The under will probably beat the play on this one. I feel yeah. like this the potential for maybe a defensive struggle. Uh, so we go I into make the, a lot of points in any NC State games, unless until proven otherwise. Put it that way. Right. Well, the the over under for the UConn games forty six and a half last time I checked. So to be determined if uh if they'll be around that area for the rest of the season. Um, we're at the bye week. Uh, I'm at five and two. Jordan is also at five and two. Logan is also at, no, no, Logan's at six and one at this point. So he's got bowl eligibility here in uh, Durham. Uh, and Spencer is at four and three. Spoken like a true Carolina fan. Uh, so. <laughs> I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing here. Uh, week, <laughs> the next or following week, uh, week nine, uh, Clemson comes into town, a place that the last time they were here, I'm pretty sure Logan rushed field was a part of that uh, crowd, that that uh, that double overtime thriller. Um, I don't think this game is going to go to double overtime, but I do think it's going to be a similar result. State's going to win this one. Um I don't really have much uh, 
much analysis behind it. Uh, it I just it's just a gut feeling thing. Dabo and uh, Davo hate each other, so I think the home team wins in each of these games. So give me state. I'm going with the Tigers, and DJ Hugo Willever is not the quarterback this time, and. I think Clemson's going to get revenge here from from that triple or double overtime loss, and all we heard was State is now the uh, top tier over Clemson that year. Whatever, no, Clemson's going to win by two touchdowns here. I knew you, my brother, for a reason. I'm going with Clemson here. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, <laughs> and then, I, but I have Carolina beat them in Death Valley. Don't don't ask me why that makes sense or why I have that because that doesn't make any sense at all. Um, but I'm going with the Tigers to win this game. It's ACC football is not supposed to make sense, Jordan. This is going to be a six and one NC State team against a likely undefeated Clemson team. There's a chance game day will be there again, and Absolutely this will, will more be. than likely be a night game, if not at worst a three thirty kick. It's going to be a very close game for the majority of the game. I think Clemson edges them out by about seven to 10, similar to last year's matchup. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's more in the three to seven range, just because it's at Carter Finley. But I do have Clemson edging them out in a close one. I think this game doesn't matter what, who wins this. I think it's seven or under is what I think this game's going to be because of just, just how much the defenses are, you know, how they are. And, you know, you got question marks on the offensive side of the ball for both teams to start the year. Um, And I think that's why it's going to be close under seven or seven at the max to begin with. That's what I think it's going to happen. Two of the last three matchups at NC State have been decided by a touchdown or less. Who's your kicker? That's what we need to figure out. We have a new kicker this year. The the most accurate kicker in our school's history graduated. I'm going to go... (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to go put a note here and remember, or hopefully remember, that I think the opening line is going to be Clemson minus six and a half is what I think it's going to open at. And then uh, we'll yeah, see I which agree. way Vegas decides to push it. So I'm going to write it down. I'm going four. Write it down. You think four? Okay. All yeah. right. I'll write that down. Four. Uh, week 10 uh, is another home game for State. Miami comes to town. I think this is the typical uh, – you had a big win against Clemson last last week and you fall flat on your face against a team that you should win in Miami. So give me the U on this one. Uh, I'm going state here. Yeah, uh, I'll continue to trend. Us, us Hargrove brothers, I guess, are sticking together. I, I'm going with State to win this game. Uh, like, you know, you you had me worried, Kenshin, and with the football world and us talking about how Van Dyke's already – we're already worried about him missing week one. And well, I, I, I mean, I don't think they're pressing the panic button. It yet, doesn't matter, though. I know he – yeah, it, it's still something they've been talking about. So When you have that happen in week one, you know how freaks things can happen. And, you know, next thing you know, you're looking for a backup. And I, I don't know who Miami's backup would be, but um, and I, I don't know what I picked on the Miami segment when we did it. But 
I'm still going with the Wolfpack here to win this game and probably by 10 points. Mm. It's aggressive. The uh, last two matchups we've had with Miami have been games that we've absolutely pissed away. Games that we had won in the second half and we pissed it away. So this is going to be a tough game, but for the very reason that Kenny has us losing, I have us winning because I have us (laughs) coming off a loss to Clemson. He has us coming off a win, so I'm flip-flopping that. And I think that we win a close one against Miami at home to get to uh, seven and two. I will say, and this is, and you can take this take for whatever. um, I think state is too good this year to lose back to back games. Just keep that in mind. I I agree with that. I agree with that this year. Have to keep that in mind. Uh, Week 11, uh, you traveled to Wake Forest. In uh, a place that state does not typically win a whole lot in. Uh, so, for that reason, I got Wake Forest winning this. I hate it, put it down, but I got to stick with, with the, uh, got to stick with history on this one. So, give me Wake Forest. Before Spencer goes, I'm going to jump in right here because I'm curious what the Hargrove brothers are going to uh, pick on this, but. I'm with Kenshin on this. It, throw talent differential, throw records out the door. If we go to Winston-Salem, it's a loss. Book it. The only caveat being Dave is like one of the only coaches we've had in the last three uh, the coaching cycles that has won there before. But historically, we do not win in Winston-Salem. It's a house of horror. So I got Wake Forest winning this game, even though we are going to be a better team than them this year. I'm going state. <laughs> Just, just, just because uh, State's the better team, they should win. They're the best. They're the best <laughs> or the best team of this of this of this fucking matchup here. I got, I, I gotta understand this before I kick you out of the family. So, so what do we what do we got going on here? They're the best of the best team. Dave, Dave Dorn's going to win Coach of the Year. Uh, oh Jesus! Here we go. <laughs> He's going to build another house on Lake Gaston. Uh, he's going to get a statue. Heaven Kenshin's, forbid you talk about the house on Lake Gaston. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I, I can, I can, for, for legal purposes, I cannot be a part of this conversation. Kenshin's <laughs> blocked on Twitter by Dave Doran. <laughs> so, with... Um, Hasn't did, did we talk about this in another podcast? The home team has won this pretty much mostly, correct? Going back to the nineties is basically the home team almost always wins. There are a few that, blips here and there that throw that off, but generally speaking, yes. That is gonna be the only reason I pick Wake Forest. Literally the only reason. I'm not gonna put too much thought into it. Um, I know state is the better team. State is better than Wake Forest. There's no problem me saying that. But with the home team being this thing, it's kind of one of those weird things um, in college football. I'm going to wait for it. Week 12 is the last road game of the year for state. They travel up to Blacksburg. Um, we haven't really made it official yet, but this is looking like this will be the tailgate tour stop for us for that week. Um, Blacksburg is a lot of fun. Wayne Stadium is going to be rocking. Doesn't, doesn't matter what time of day this game is going to be played. We can get um, tickets for They can play at 9 o'clock in the morning. Hey, there we go. Use the game time app, right? 
<laughs> I'm looking at him right now. Uh, so for I, I think Virginia Tech is we've we've talked about it. Uh, Virginia Tech is Logan seems to think different, but I think they're going to be a little bit better than three wins next or this season. Um, but I don't think it's going to be enough to to win this game. Granted, uh, we talked about the late gas and the reason why. <laughs> You can't do uh, it. You can't talk Twitter. about it. I, I, but it may or may not have been a Virginia Tech game was the reason why I uh, I, I got blocked uh, by Dave Dorn. Um, but that's another story for off the off the record. Um, <laughs> so NC State wins this. Um, they exercise some demons on Virginia Tech just because they've lo- or I got them losing two straight. They're not going to lose three straight. I'm going with the Hokies. Huh. Wow. Uh, Blacksburg is a tough place to play. <laughs> Maybe in 2006. I, uh, I mean, I, I well, y'all should be familiar with losing at they, uh, Blacksburg. They, we are. Uh, so, they, yeah. I was all in for the, oh, I'm going to go watch uh, Carolina and, uh, Top 10 Carolina team, go to Lane Stadium, enjoy the atmosphere, watch us win a game. Nope. So, uh, yeah. That was Sam Howell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sam Howell was the best. Yeah. I remember sitting there at Pickled Onion 2 in Raleigh, watching that with a buddy of mine from work, and the whole bar was full of Carolina fans, and then I'm sitting there in the corner booth just screaming, ah, fuck them, fuck them. <laughs> Top 10 my ass. <laughs> I will say that would be a great game to go to. I think well, Jordan join us. Come join us. I was going to say, uh, Jordan already said, any guest yeah. is welcome to so, come with us. I so split it. I said I, I split it. it. That means I'm coming to every game. And I, said split it. <laughs> I said I'd split it. I didn't say I'd buy it. I said split it. I'll split it. Same thing. No, it's the 50%. Anyway. Um, it's a... It could be your birthday present. So um, for for this game, I, I'm definitely in. I've never been to Lane Stadium. I've heard about you know how how much how awesome it is in general, um, and and so I just want to be a part of that atmosphere. And this is one of the games to go to. However, I think State wins by two touchdowns. Uh, I, I think State wins this game, um, and exposes. Uh, I think Virginia Tech's going to have a little bit more hype coming into this game for whatever reason. For whatever reason. It doesn't make any sense. I, I don't know. This is not, you know, Virginia Tech's going to do good this year to get the bowl eligible. I mean, that's just, that's that's their ceiling for me. But I still think it doesn't matter. I think State wins this game by two touchdowns. I think this game is going to be closer than what people think it is right now. I think State ultimately wins by about 7 to 10. But it will be closer because I think it's going to be a tough place to play, obviously, going to um, Lane Stadium. I'd, Virginia Tech's going to win about five games this year. Like, they're they're not going to be, like, I keep seeing some Hokie fans think they're going to win eight games. It, you won three games last year and you still don't have a quarterback. You're going to be better, but you're not going to be eight wins better. Um, and this one ain't going to be one of their wins. NC State wins a close one on the road at Lane Stadium and avoids a back-to-back losses, as Jordan said earlier. Last week of the season, week 13, 
Carolina we'll comes there, to I'm town. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say this is this is definitely going to be a stop on the tailgate tour. The last last weekend, um, uh, I had State winning. Um, is anybody going to change what they thought uh, from our Carolina preview, which was you know twenty thirty minutes ago, where Jordan and Logan had Carolina winning? And Spencer and myself had state winning. I'm not going to change mine. Spencer, are you going to change yours? No, absolutely not. I I just <laughs> want to speak on mine. I just want to speak about my pick. So I'm going to make it very clear, and I'm probably throwing this thought into a mind, which is a problem. But Callie, I know you listen to this too, and I need you to sack up here. I need you to make sure that fucking vacuum cleaner does not come to this game. And wrong. And for and for uh for people you need to go back and listen what a year ago about the vacuum. Um but if the vacuum to- cleaner is undefeated when present in the parking lot at Carter Finley and that is not like a two game thing. That is eight games. It is eight and no when the vacuum cleaner is present at Carter Finley. And Jordan, they live a mile from that area. I will march my happy ass down the road, rolling that vacuum cleaner to its rightful spot at the PNC lot. If I, if that's what it takes. Well, you got to get through me, Callie, uh, just lock your door. Don't let the key you take care of James. And I got Logan. We'll make sure that fucking vacuum cleaner doesn't get to the parking lot. Plot twist. No one accounted for Kenny stats. (laughs) (laughs) And he sneaks in uncovered. Spencer, you got to take care of kitchen. Sneaking no. in like a fullback, baby. Just you're, you're not you're not going to expect me to get the ball. I'm going to stand fact, proud with that vacuum cleaner. cleaner. Give me the vacuum <laughs> cleaner and make sure that I have it in my possession somewhere, and it will it won't come close to Raleigh. I promise you that. <laughs> Could it you imagine? There, it was there that night of the onside kick when you guys were were up nine with two minutes and thirty some seconds to go. Uh, it was there for that. I was at work. I couldn't have any part of that. Thank you, Sanitary District. <laughs> Could you imagine the uh, the people, like random folks, just seeing us in the parking lot just fighting over a vacuum cleaner? <laughs> yeah. Damn, that the must be a hell of a that, vacuum cleaner. <laughs> the, questions that people, the questions that people will have seeing us do that. <laughs> what well, the, so, the best um, part is... The best part is like we're in a new section this year from the last two years. So the people around us have gotten used to the vacuum cleaner <laughs> chant. They're going to be a whole new group of people being like, are these people high? <laughs> oh, boy. But uh, Kenny, yeah, I will say be fun. I got state eight and three familiar territory for them coming into this game. And I'm keeping it the same Carolina wins and state, no matter how they find a way to do it, they stay in that eight to four to nine and three range. Eight and four is where the pack finishes this season. Yep, yep. Dave eight and four Dorn every single year is what myself and Logan have. Uh, the, the Hargrave brothers got it at seven and five. So everybody's got their over six and a half wins. Um, so I, yeah, eight and four, seven and five. That's every year with state. So I, I can live with this. One day we'll have an outside shot at the ACC championship game, but I don't think it's going to be this year. The Clemson, Florida State, and Carolina, they're they're too good. They're too in good. The this second year. second half of good. in the second half of Dave's tenure, though, we've been nine and three more than we've been seven and five. So that's why I think you should bump your your little saying up about a game because 
the years six th- or five through 10, we're in year 11 this year. It's been eight and four uh, or nine and three with that, you know, the one bad year we had in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. The asterisks in 2019 where literally everybody was injured that year. Um, so overall, you know, pretty good, good preview there. These are realistic expectations for Carolina and state and mm-hmm. shout out Spencer for not, uh, being too unbiased against state and, and, uh, and being what he really, we, we really know he wants to, he wants state to go. zero and 12. Let's be honest here. Uh, I think, I think Spencer secretly has Carolina going 10 and two and wants to join his brother in the double digit win category. He's just afraid to say it. You kidding me? I'm going to be in Charlotte Saturday night. (laughs) (laughs) I just, but honestly, you know, we're previewing these two teams and obviously it hits home to all of us. Um, You know, the, the amount of games that have come down to one possession in this, uh, in this matchup is, is, is kind of amazing. You know, um, you were y'all were there for, and Spencer was even there for the onside kick. That's one of those things y'all won't ever forget. Oh, yeah. Um, Spencer on the bad way. Me and uh, me and Spencer. I don't. I don't know if you guys were there. We were there for the TA. I was well, there last year. Well, yeah, yeah. I know y'all were there. I'm talking about for the TA McClendon. I uh, yeah, no, oh, oh boy, no. That's we, something that, that me is... and Spencer were there. And I, I, I'm pretty sure that you know I was I was already starting I was I was too young, uh, but I was starting the tears early because I was like, damn it, I got to listen to this shit. And the fumble happened, and you know, so that's one of those I won't ever forget. Just like the onside kick and the stuff won't y'all won't the ever fumble, forget. Kenton, the fumble. Yeah. Oh, it was out. I, I was it was say, out. Uh, it was out. I don't. T- I don't. Ta Ta was in. That's all I'm going to say about that. Shit. There are certain phrases you can say to NC State fans. Uh, of a certain age, and that's one of them. Don't know exactly what you're talking about. But isn't it isn't it fun to have that in state? You know, Duke and Carolina. You think more of basketball. Um, there, there was there's been several here lately that you can go back with Duke and Carolina. But uh, when you go state Carolina, it goes back farther than you can than you think about. And that's always the fun matchup with this. Um, you know, obviously we uh, Carolina fans, me and Spencer know. Uh, a lot more state fans than we know Duke fans, and so that that makes it more of a fun uh, shit talking. But uh, it, it's great to have these two teams where the matchup comes down to one possession more times than not. So it's it's always great to have that. I love the blowouts. <laughs> well, we we've been on the wrong end of a lot of those. I was going to say, which way do you like the blowouts? Uh, I, <laughs> I just turn it off and I lose the stress. I know what's going to. <laughs> Yeah, until I'm at work and I have two state fans that run my plant and I have to, <laughs> oh, let's put on the Carolina State game as it comes back on. Yeah, but we can't ever watch with Carolina wins. <laughs> All right, well, Spencer, appreciate you coming on again. We'll have to get you back on uh, later this season. Uh, this episode sure. is brought to you by Parlay Play. Be sure to take advantage of that up to 100% for $100 match deposit you're going to get with the code cold cans pick them C-O-L-D-C-A-N-S-P-I-C-K-E-M. Cold cans pick them. You know, I don't want to pass up the free money on parlay play. Um, for this episode of Tailgate Season presented by the Cold Cans Network, I am Logan sitting here with Jordan, Kenny Stats, and our guest this week, Spencer. See you next week.